Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm going to get started, everybody. Um, I think uh, all the names on here are pretty familiar with the Zoom process. Uh, we have Alex Redugo here. Um, part of a busy winter meetings for Brian Cashman and the New York Yankees. And uh, we're thankful of Alex giving a few minutes of his time here. Um, the raise hand function is at the bottom of your screen. Please utilize it. Um, and if you guys would be kind enough, as Alex gets to know the New York media contingent, if you would, uh, again, kindly introduce yourselves to Alex uh, before asking your question. And then also, if your uh, video is dark and you do ask a question uh, as a courtesy, if you wouldn't mind uh, showing your face when you ask the question, that would be helpful. Okay. Happy holidays, everybody. Alex, thanks again. Uh, we can get to some questions. We can start with Brendan Cuddy. Brendan, go ahead. Alex, thank you for taking the time. Uh, my name is Brendan Cuddy. I'm with The Athletic. Two questions. First, Aaron Boone today said he felt like, you know, you're a good player, great bat to ball, good corner outfielder, but it feels like you haven't totally reached your potential yet. Like there could be more in there for you. What, when you hear that, when you hear this more in there for you, just what do you think about? Hey, Alex, I think you, you got to unmute if you could, please. Sorry. <laughs> we got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, no, I just like you said, man, I, I do. It, it's, it's one of those things, man. It's nice to hear, but it's also like, you know, as a player and an athlete um, and, you know, it being about me, it's I want to tap into it, right? I want it to be now. I want to. I want to reach that potential. So um, for me, I think I think with <clears throat> the older I get, the more stability I get. Um, I'm starting to train better. I'm starting to have the resources in the off season. Um, everything that I kind of need to to I think really take the next step. So um, for me, it's it's just really it, it's nice to hear that, but it's also you know now we got to figure out the right steps to to you know, make it happen, make that um, projection or that, you know, where everybody says there's more in the tank, but let's get it. And also you've had some interesting 
situations or moments with Yankees fans in the past from back and forth in the outfield to a ball hitting you in the head. Just what do you, what do you say to, to Yankees fans as now you're, as now you're a Yankee? Uh, I mean, yeah, I got hit in the back, not the head. The head would have been a little bit worse, but um, no, really, man, it's just, it's part of that rivalry, right? You know what I mean? So we kind of like, you feed into it. Um, as I was with the Red Sox, like, you know, I just fed into it. You really, you really take that, um, take it to heart. And I feel like it's, it's a little bit of a switch up, but I'm very excited to, you know, bring that same energy, but towards Red Sox now. And it's kind of like, um, you know, the, the mindset in New York, the, how people talk, the, the you know, they're a little bit more aggressive and, and, you know, they're kind of straight to the point. It's like, I like that, man. I, I, I enjoy it. And, you know, I think when they see me play every day and they see me bust my butt and, and work hard and, you know, um, I think they'll, they'll like what they see. Thank you. Ron Blum, go ahead. You have to unmute now, Ron. There, now. Hi, Alex. Ron Blum from Associated Press. Uh, what went in the decision to uh, get rid of the beard so quickly after the trade rather than wait till spring training? And when was the last time you went without a beard? Yeah, um, you know, it just, it was kind of bothering me, man, because that was the biggest thing, like going to the Yankees. You know, you have to be clean shaven. Um, I haven't been clean shaven since high school, you know, and even then I would have some stuff on my chin, some things like that. Uh, but I just, it was just kind of eating at me. And I was like, you know what? I don't even know how I look without a beard. I was like, I want to, I want to cut it up, see, see how it feels. And then also I wanted to, um, kind of, cause since you have to keep up the shaving, I wanted to see like how my skin would react or, you know, to, to constantly shaving and, and keeping it clean. And just to kind of see if I can maybe be better prepared for season. So, um, but yeah, I, mean, I actually really like it. You know, it's a, it's a, it feels like a fresh start and, uh, you know, I feel like a kid again. What does your family think of the look? They love it. My mom loves it. My mom thinks like, I look like her little boy again. You know, she says I look like I'm back in high school. So she, she really likes it. Um, but, uh, you know, me, I like, I like the roughness of a beard, right? I like it. It kind of keeps you a little warmer when it's cold, but, uh, you know, we're, I, I do appreciate this. It's, it's getting, it's starting to, I'm starting to get used to it. And that's why I shaved so, so soon. Thank you. Go to Gary Phillips. Hey, Alex. Gary Phillips with the Daily News here. Also not clean shaven since high school. Um, <laughs> just out of curiosity, how do you feel that playing right field in Fenway is going to help you with left field at Yankee Stadium? Um, yeah, I think for me, man, really – Last year, I really just wanted to get in better shape. I wanted to be able to run like I used to. I wanted to be able to change directions. And I felt like that really, um, it really just, you know, it was an immediate, real, like, you could see it. There was a definite difference. I was a gold glove finalist. Like, just, there was a, there was a big difference in the way that I played. And I was able to run after balls, go get balls, you know. And, and if I had not the best jump, I could make up for it. So, um the fact of like Fenway being so big and right, I think it played good too. As in, I got to, you know, show that a little bit more and uh, wherever I play in New York, whether it's left center, right, you know, it's going to be wherever they need me. 
and I just want to do <clears throat> what I can do. Like, I just want to, you know, help the pitching staff, help, help the team, you know, just making outs and, and, you know, just keeping people from taking extra bases. So, um, I think bigger outfields obviously help, uh, when, when you go to smaller outfields, but at the same time, when it's bigger, you have more range to kind of show it off. Gotcha. Thank you. Max Goodman, please unmute. Hey, Alex. Thanks for taking the time. It's uh, Max Goodman with NJ.com. You've played with some really good outfielders in your career in, in Boston, notably Mookie Betts, those guys. How good do you think this Yankees outfield can be with, with you, Judge, and Soto, and how excited are you to, to get started with those guys? Um, man, I, honestly, so I didn't play with Betts. I, I was for that trade. That was that. Was that but... Um, no, no problem. I have played with some really good outfielders, some, some really good defenders as well. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to kind of be out there with judge, be out there with Soto, man. I think, um, they obviously handle the power side of it. You know what I mean? And I want to handle the getting on base for them, the, you know, saving runs and, and helping any way I can out there. So, um, I think for me, it's just going to be, you know, uh, a lot of kind of just picking their brains, man. I want to, I want to talk to these guys that, that, you know, have, have proven that they're, you know, superstars and, and just consistently they go out there and do it every day. So I want to talk to them, see what their kind of, just what their routine is, what, what they do, like just, just to how they kind of live to, to make sure they sustain that. And I think the older I get, it's like I said, the pieces of the puzzle are all coming, the all coming together. You know what I mean? And I, I just feel like um, having some more stability is, is is something that I needed, and you know, having a couple year deal where you know you're solidified is gonna kind of really help, like help that. For me, it's it's it was just getting a house. Like I finally moved into a home. I have all my stuff here. I have my training, like my facility I go to, and it just feels like I'm in a much better space mentally, physically, and uh, you know, I'm very excited. Thank you, man. Sorry about that mistake, by the way. <laughs> You're good, bro. You're good. Dan Martin, go ahead. Hey, Alex. Uh, Dan Martin from the New York Post. Uh, thanks for the time. Um, you know, I, I know you had some issues in Boston this year with, with Cora and, you know, not not playing and getting benched. What what did you learn from that? Is there anything that that you took from it, or I know you were not happy necessarily with the way that was handled, but is, is there something that you, uh, that you got from, from that experience? Um, yeah. You know, I think, I think for me, uh, it just, it toughens me up man. it, it makes me realize some things. And then also like, I think the biggest thing is I had, you know, several players and, 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 uh, kind of veteran, uh, figures, you know, reached out to me and, and just, you know, kind of just really helped me through some stuff and, and just kind of, you know, encouraging me and, and letting me know, like, hey, it's, you just got to do certain things that, you know, just make it all like kind of run smoothly. And for me, those those uh, those bumps in the road, those things like that, man, I'm not too sure 100 um, percent what it was. You know, it could also be, you know, you're struggling on a baseball team. The It's just, you know, there's a lot of expectations and when you're not really meeting them you, you kind of, you start bumping, bumping heads a little bit. So, uh, for me, like I said, I'm, I'm very, very excited to, to work with Aaron. You know, I've seen the way he has his back, like has his, uh, his, his players backs. And, you know, the, the one that really gets out to me is when he's like, 
these these guys are savages, you know, and he's yelling at the umpire. And I mean, that's something I want to see out of my head coach, man. I want to see some fire, some fight for the guys. And, um, you know, I think, I think just instead of airing people out, you know, have their backs and, and, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for this fresh start and, you know, just to kind of get with the guys and, and really just, you know, just, just change the narrative, man, go out there, play hard, work hard and, and just have fun. And that's the biggest thing. You pick a new number yet? Yeah. I don't know if I could tell you guys though. I'll, I'll, I'll break out the release with a, with a, a necklace, a pendant. When I get the pendant, then the number will come out. Brian Hoke. Hey, Alex, Brian Hoke with MLB.com. Uh, you've mentioned fresh start a couple times already on this call. What was your reaction when uh, the trade went down, and did you have any idea that one was coming? Yeah, uh, the genuine reaction was, you know, Matt. I was, I was hot. You know, I was just like, man, they really sent me to the rivals, the Yankees, like this, that. And then, uh, you know, after about a day, I just started sitting back, started thinking, you know, just reminiscing about how this year went with the Red Sox, how, how, um, just, you know, kind of everything that was going on. And then, and then I started thinking, you know, having guys reach out, Judge, Stanton, Garrett, you know, uh, Rizzo, just these guys started all reaching out and, and just welcoming me to the team. And, um, you know, it just, it just then got me excited, man. It got me excited. I, I shaved right away just so I could like, you know, feel like I'm in it. I work out every day in a Yankees hat, you know, I got it right here just to kind of see it, like what it looks on me, how it feels. And, uh, Man, I'm just, I'm just like, like I said before, a fresh start, and it, it feels good. You know, it feels good, and I just wanna, I wanna go to this organization, and I just wanna work hard, and I wanna uh, prove maybe a lot of these, what you know, he said, she said, things wrong, and I wanna just show them, like, you know, we're all people, man, we're all humans, and you know, yeah, we make mistakes, but how do we learn from it? How do we bounce back from it? And how, how much stronger do we get from that? So. Um, I'm excited for, you know, this new fresh start and I want to really, I want to win the world series, man. But, you know, obviously we gotta, we gotta take it day by day. Thank you. For Splendorio, go ahead. Hey Alex, it's Peter Splendorio with New York daily news. I know you mentioned, um, wanting to be like a table setter for judge and Soto, my question is, have you kind of gotten a sense of how the Yankees plan to use you? Um, maybe in the lineup, and I, I know you mentioned the outfield situation as well, but just ha have you gotten a sense maybe or spoken to them about how they're going to use you this year? No, not yet. Um, like I said, man, I'm there, I'm there just to play baseball. Um, my biggest thing is going to be focused on getting healthy, getting stronger, and just, you know, just really maintaining that throughout the whole entire year. And I feel like by you know numbers numbers talk man you you go out there you play well you do your thing you're gonna get more at bats you're gonna you're gonna get more opportunities so that's that's how i see it there's 12 the bronx we don't have a name for you so if you could introduce yourself steve is a total news 12 the bronx uh alex you know new york's a notoriously tough place to play uh what do you think is going to make you different and help you succeed in in the city and in, in this market? Um, I think what makes me different is I really don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't care about the tough crowd, the the people talking the smack like that. I, I don't care. I feed off of it, man. I like, I like when people talk. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, 
you want your fan base to have your back, right? You want them to support you. And, and like that, that does mean a lot. And I do appreciate it. And so far from being with the Dodgers, being with the Red Sox, the fan bases have, have really uh, been behind my back and made it like super fun. So I, I expect it to kind of be for New York. I know it's going to be a little weird for some people, but you know, uh, Hopefully some of the highlights, you know, can happen with the, with the Yankees and, you know, you kind of just start winning over the crowd, but um, I'm not, I'm not really too worried about that stuff. Like I said, it's just, we go out there, we play hard as, as professional athletes. We understand how hard this game is and we understand how much failure is in this game. So um, as a fan, it's like you expect every time you're watching, every time you see it, like, how'd you not get a hit? How'd you do this? How'd you swing at that? But, you know, really, athletes, they understand this game. We understand how hard it is. And, you know, I'm just – I'm excited for it, bro. I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever whatever um, kind of reception I get from them. You know, if it's good, positive, if it's half-half, like, I'm just excited to kind of see them and, and, you know, just kind of mess with the mess with the, uh, the stands a little bit. Next to Danielle uh, McCartan. Danielle, go ahead. Hey, how's it going, Alex? Uh, welcome to New York. Um, two questions here. One, have you practiced what you're going to do for the bleacher creatures? That's a funny one. And then the other one is, uh, knowing what this Yankees lineup needs up close with the Red Sox, what's your best asset and skill set to improve it? Um, one, I don't know what I'm going to do to the bleacher creatures yet. Um, we got to figure that out. Maybe be a little casual at first, just you know, a little wave. Uh, and then I think for me, man, I can kind of be wherever in the lineup. You know what I mean? I could be at the top of the lineup to, to you know, work at bats, see pitches, get on base. Um, I could be in the middle of the lineup for, you know, when, when some of the guys are on base that, you know, I, I, I can shoot a hole, I can hit a gap, or every once in a while I run into one where it, it will leave the park. But um, I just feel like, you know, my bat-to-ball skills is, is, is a really good thing that, it's probably my one of my biggest strengths, and sometimes it's a weakness to where you make you know weak contact. But the fact is that um, I can put the barrel of the bat on the ball, and it's just you know I think talking to Judge, talking to Soto, talking to Rizzo, talking to these guys about hitting and trying to understand a little bit more and about leverage and you know maybe just getting the ball out in front a little bit more. I think we could really take off and and and, you know, have a little bit more power numbers, even though that's not what I'm looking for, but it's just more quality contact and things like that. So I, I, I kind of see myself fitting in wherever, and that, that's kind of how I've always felt with um, all 30 big league teams. I think I can be one through five, one through six on every big league team. And the uh, and one follow up here, the, the short portion right field, obviously, um, how would your swing kind of kind of fit that dimensional you know, in, in right field? Uh, I think we'll, I mean, we'll find out during the season, but I'd like to say that, you know, uh, I've hit a lot of line drives to Fenway's right field that have been at the warning track that would be home runs in New York. So um, I will just see, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll see how it is. And, you know, hopefully it benefits me um, a lot more. You know, hopefully we can sneak out five, 10 more home runs just, just out of that. William McWilliams, please unmute. Hey, what's up, Alex? Um, quick question for Julian McWilliams from Boston Globe. 
Um, <clears throat> as you look back at sort of your career in Boston and sort of the, um, you know, what you guys did, do you feel like this is an organization sort of moving forward that was sort of committed to winning? Or do you think they just kind of, um, you know, sort of middling in the pack? As the Red Sox? Yeah, for the Red Sox. Yeah, I, so really, um, I thought they were in a rebuild process. You know what I mean? I thought that Heim did a really good job of, uh, you know, re rebuilding the farm system, getting guys in, getting young, fresh people in. And I think that's ideally what the goal what the goal was. I think they used him as kind of a goat to, you know, then, hey, we're not winning, get rid of him, bring another guy in. But really, I do feel like, you know, it, I think 21 was an exception. We had guys that were all clicking and we played really well. And I felt like 22 and 23, both years, we were at that fringe where we needed a couple key pieces and we never went for it. So, um, yeah, man, it, it was it was definitely frustrating because, you know, playing there in 2020, no fans. 21, great year, fans, uh, you know, just just the, the going to the <laughs> to the playoffs like that was Boston baseball that I remember. And then it was 22, 23 were just letdowns, man. You don't, you know, you don't see, you don't see Fenway empty like that too much. And um, for me, yeah, it felt like it was more of a rebuild process. And I think now they're kind of getting over that and they're going to start, you know, contending and going for it. But, you know, it was definitely just get some prospects and try to try to re re get the minor leaguers going. Take the last one here from Junko Ichimura. Junko, go ahead. Hi. Uh, thank you, Jason. And thank you so much, uh, Alex, for your time. Um, you're, uh, my name is Junko uh, Ichimura Hochishimban. And um, you here? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, okay. We got you. We got you, Junko. One of the, uh, you're the one of the players that uh, faced Yamamoto. And you hit the uh, RBI double. And uh, what is your, um, I, I know, um, as a pitcher, what is your, what's your impression about him and uh, how you see him in, the, in your team, in, in your Yankees? And also, uh, how much you are paying pay attention to those news around Yamamoto right now? Um. Yeah, I remember facing him. I thought, you know, his stuff was good. Um, I thought his the biggest thing that he had was he was very fast to the plate. So it was hard to get your timing as a hitter against him. He just was very quick. So I think the first at bat, I hit a ball very weakly. It was, you know, like I felt very rushed in the box. And then that second at bat, I just made sure that I started earlier than I thought. And I was able to hit the RBI double. But I think this is a pitcher who's good. I think he he has good command. He's got a good arm. Um, he's a pitcher that can definitely help out a lot of teams and, and especially winning teams. So um, I and then as far as me paying attention to too much trades or, or signings, like I really don't other than what like the ESPN app will kind of like when the trade's done, it will kind of pop up and, and tell you what happened. But uh, other than that, I really haven't. I, I've been very busy this offseason with moving houses and, um, you know, working out, uh, obviously getting traded. So there's been a lot of variables and moving parts that I've had to do. So I haven't been too involved with just looking at trades or anything.
Thank you. Hey everyone, Alex. Thanks again, and uh, welcome aboard. Look forward to seeing you uh, sometime soon. Certainly in Tampa in February. Uh, everybody else, if we don't talk to you, please have a happy and, and healthy holiday season. And I'm sure, we'll catch you guys on the rebound. Alex, thanks, man. Yep. Thank you, guys. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I, uh, I look over at my dad, and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.